Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to our very first episode of the Roast House Podcast. Glad to have you all here tonight. It's going to be an epic episode, first one. So, And so um, to get into the topics, the main topics we're going to focus on in this first episode of the podcast is mainly um just creators you know switching the platforms there's been plenty of um content creators has been shifting platforms as of late and so we're going to get into that a little bit today and just you know a little bit of community talking as far as like uh i guess the best ways to you know go about community building and why it's so beneficial and whatever else that comes about as far as uh, the topics tonight but those are the main focal points we're going to hit in this podcast tonight so right and then, like, you have Facebook gaming now, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Like, not, you know, there's Facebook gaming. There's, you know, so many of these other platforms. It's kind of almost hard to nail them all down. There's just so many of them. And you would never thought that, like, you would never thought that, like, Facebook gaming would be, like, a real, I guess, competitor in terms of, you know, being a competitor with, you know, streaming platforms and with YouTube and Twitch, but, and Mixer also. But it's, it's really come to the point to where people are starting to venture off to that. So it's really crazy to see all these platforms you know get into the mix of um just consecration period right not to mention how uh d live came into play especially with the move that pewdiepie made what a while yeah. a while ago yeah and i think he still has that partnership with them yeah Appreciate and i even gave it a shot you know it was pretty interesting you know how all these platforms are trying to come up and remember vidme that was another thing oh yeah vidme Mm-hmm. And it's like the crazy thing about it is all it all depends on how much viewership and how much you know the creators of these different platforms can get out of it. Can they get some kind of flow going? Because if they can't get that, then it kind of like crumbles like fairly quickly. So it's really interesting to see how all of these platforms come up. Some rise, some fall. Vidme was an interesting uh take on everything because you know we have all these live streaming websites coming out now and vidme was you know very video orientated yeah and i think that was that site was actually very interesting to me when that thing dropped i mean all of us knew that it wasn't really going to top youtube so we didn't like you know put focus on it or anything but just seeing how vidme handled it and you know it was a it was a cool little it's a cool little time to just to see another website pop up and get people interested. Especially yeah. when it came to, you know how you know when YouTube was getting bigger and bigger, oversaturation, a lot of channels feeling like they're kind of like being pushed aside, and it was like VidMe was that platform that was trying to hype up those content creators that want to get more shine because maybe they feel like that they're less of a slave to an algorithm right yep. and that, that's one thing i will say that is cool about these new websites man is that youtube is i mean twitch does a good job but twitch is also getting big so you know once a, once a website gets big enough there will be complications of course and you know, YouTube's one of those things that where the complications are very, very big now. And I mean, it, it definitely does make you feel like, hey, I should start going somewhere else. I do remember when Vidme came out, I was uploading my videos there too, just to have oh, that really? extra push. Um, 
but i mean as far as as far as twitch goes man i think twitch is doing a really good job and i think twitch is doing so good that it's inspiring these other people to try their hand at it like you know like dino mentioned facebook gaming i think facebook gaming started out very iffy but i i've looked at it recently and i think it's really interesting now i think they're definitely building on it right and then what actually happened recently since we're talking about facebook gaming uh there's a smash player by the name of zero i mean some of you guys mm-hmm. may have heard yeah of him, some of you may not uh, he actually took a deal with facebook gaming really um and that caused like this huge controversy right so many people are like oh why is he leaving twitch he's leaving the community etc etc but i don't fully believe it's it's too bad of a, too bad of a thing but if you guys have your opinion on that i'm kind of curious um cd i know that you i've seen you talk about the zero thing if you want to give your opinion on that i mean to be quite honest i don't really i honestly don't you know blame with the move just for the simple fact that you know um i guess coming from a consistent financial standpoint in a sense as far as like um because you know with twitch you know when it comes to like financial stuff and getting all these subs and bits and stuff it kind of fluctuates and so I know I'm pretty sure having a contract, you know, it can kind of give them a little bit of stability over there. And, but I don't know, as far as it's like, I got to understand, you know, people being iffy as far as like, uh, you know, switching platforms and stuff. And (laughs) I I, I honestly don't know about, you know, regarding the niggas. I I, I, I kind of do have something to say about that, I guess, like the multiple platforms, okay? Because I, I guess you can say for like the last two years almost, I've been using Restream, right? And been connecting here or there to different platforms, but it kept I kept adding on platforms. I, at one point, I was up to four at one time, and that's where I ended it. I was streaming on YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, and DLive, all right? Hmm. And uh, to be honest with you, I like, the DLive and, and Mixer crowd is more into the modern age of gaming and where as in Twitch is kind of like it has a variety of everybody likes something here and YouTube is becoming more about videos so it's kind of like I'm kind of adapting to the fact that you know Twitch is more or less if you're wanting to just live stream and to do what you want to do I mean I'm not really worried about like the financial process on I just want to have fun you know All right but you know what I'm saying? But it's like, like to me, DLive and Mixer are kind of like, like DLive obviously has been copying, you know, <laughs> Mixer this whole time because of like the cryptocurrency and stuff like that, you know, yeah. you know, basically, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like almost the same thing. It's I mean, Twitch has been doing it too as a reason. Yeah. It's, it's all been like a mix between those three. Yeah, they're honest. all looking at each other, picking like, oh, okay, well, this platform has this and then this one has this. Yeah, yeah. Which Twitch was the innovator. Right. Twitch was the innovator, though, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also heard some rumors that, like, YouTube is trying to put, like, gifting memberships. Oh. Obviously, that's coming from oh, Twitch. Oh, yeah. Totally. So, like, yeah. There's that, too. I don't know. Uh, I mean, as far as what I think about the, the Zero and Facebook type thing, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of viewers, like CD mentioned, the, the financial bit of it a lot of viewers do not take that into consideration because they're just like hey 
I just care about watching my favorite streamers at the most convenient spot. And at this point right now, the most convenient spot to watch their streamers is on Twitch because that's where the majority of their streamers are. They can go and click their following and they can see the list of their streamers that are live. And I think that's what's so interesting about people switching to different, uh, you know, websites right now because, you know, that's kind of splitting up where people need to go and it's bringing light to different websites which is really good in terms of you know like websites need to have somebody that is coming for their title you know what i'm saying like right now twitch is the king and twitch right. twitch will remain the king for a while i don't think any of these websites are even close to breaking through what twitch has built right now do i, I mean even with ninja like yeah. right you know, take ninja and then not even just him like shroud and all these others yeah and I, I checked the website like dude it's still really really small <laughs> it's gonna take a while it's gonna take a while like do i so think that they're on their way yes but like at the moment no twitch is gonna remain superior i just feel like the strength of twitch is fairly vastly different you know i'm not trying to be biased here but it's like it was literally this platform is literally built for streamers in general is more community based and it's like it gives not only <clears throat> excuse me streamers like more tools to work with regardless of whether they're partnered or not and then on top of that they're rebalancing that like every so often and what's even crazier is how much that twitch provides to viewers for you know sticking with the platform and following their favorite streamers on twitch it's like a win-win for both parties regardless of what people do say about it Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things. I will. I will say this because I. I do. I have dabbled in a little bit of Mixer. Um, I've never tried Facebook Live, but I will tell you this, and this is a a very big thing for people when they try Mixer. From what I've heard, is Twitch is big enough now, like YouTube, to where when you start, it's very hard to get going. It's very hard to get your your viewer base and to get, you know, people watching you and get a consistent following because of how saturated streams are. Yeah. And when you go to somewhere like Mixer and you're playing a game, you know, for example, if you're playing Mario on Mixer, there's not many people playing Mario on Mixer. So anybody who searches that game on Mixer, your stream is going to pop up more than it would on a website like Twitch because of how many people are playing that game. And that's why a lot of people are like, hey, I'm going to try this website because they have more. I would say they have more of a chance to get going yeah. on a website like Mixer. Whereas if you get going on Twitch, I feel like you're better off on Twitch because you have more of a ways you can, you can, you know, you can get further on Twitch than you can on Mixer, but you get started on Mixer faster than you can on Twitch is what I'm trying to say. Makes so sense. I think that's a big thing is uh, a lot of people are trying these websites too, because, you know, they, they want to see if they can get, you know, their thing out there quicker than they can in other places such as youtube and twitch because i i know how that is i know how it's hard you got to worry about search results and all that stuff and it's like 
on websites that are like that up and coming you just don't have to worry about that you just play your game and you can talk to people and have fun exactly and, and you know one of the things i've noticed too is like not to give flack to any of these smaller platforms at all is like those people who couldn't make it on twitch or they couldn't do it on youtube have found something like on mixer and like they're killing it on mixer yep yeah you know? so yeah. like that could be the the ice that breaks it for them to actually you know get out of the ice you know it's, it's an important thing that you know you kind of just you, you, you kind of just get it if you try that's if you try though it doesn't mean that you'll succeed it's just like anything though but right. as long as you try and you put effort and stuff like that like people will notice because i yep. feel like d live um was kind of like that where because when i tried it out it was very interesting on how my start was when i actually was dabbing in it just to see what it was like because i was like really curious um just the fact that okay the first stream that i jumped in and then i was bombarded by so many um interesting different people that was actually a big part of d live and they was encouraging the people that actually you know joined their platform which was very interesting you know they had a discord and everything um i would say the challenge with that is how often are they going to try to do that because it's almost as if the creators like the people that are behind d live they have to literally help build that strong foundation in regards to community because it could be like oh we're gonna hype all these people up and get them interested in the platform but the problem is they're gonna have to make sure that they keep that up because you know how easy it can be for content creators or inspiring content creators to be interested in trying it and then when they do it and they feel like that they're not getting any kind of success they're gonna let it go early just like how you mentioned a long time ago dino that like oh there's a lot of people out there that went back when youtube was still thriving that there was a lot of people out there that was really interested in giving a shot and they didn't even get to 100 subscribers yet and they already quit and it's like uh, the cool thing about d live is you know they got people going but the issue is what happens when they kind of like wean people off of that like it's like almost as if the content creator is kind of on their own because fez said something interesting about d live and i noticed it when i was using it where d live is like concentrates a lot more on the games that are currently trending like if you was, yeah. let's say you try to do retro stuff you're not going to get anybody on that because i i remember doing some retro stuff and i got very uh, like very few people to jump in there now for me you know that doesn't bother me too much because i'm not worried about how many viewers that i get but in the long run somebody else it, it just depends on mindset so if they look at that they may easily get discouraged if they they went let's say they did like 10 streams and like the first three streams did really well but all the rest of them stunk like maybe they felt like oh god i only got like one zero viewers or some junk like that and then they might just be able to abandon ship so it's like 
what are the developers of these platforms doing to help keep it thriving? It's like crazy how all these X factors can just throw you in the loop, you know? I think yeah. it like it probably does have to do with like how the creator in general like goes about their own channel because I'm I'm not name dropping anybody, but I do have a friend that does still stream on all four platforms and is still gonna stream on YouTube till he said, quote unquote, it implodes. So, um, you know, he's just going to do what he's got to do. You know, he's not really stressing the major uh, picture, you know. And I mean, I, I guess he, he's carefree about it. So, I mean, it's all situational, you know. If, it, if you enjoy what you're doing, then nothing's going to stop you from doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? No matter what analytics say. And like, uh, I don't know. You, you should. Uh, y'all got it. <laughs> it. It definitely makes sense, though, what you're trying to say, because it, it it definitely, um at the end of the day, it definitely comes down to, like, the creator's mindset and, you know, how they want to go about it as far as, like, just trying to make the best of the situation, you know, just having fun with it. Or you have some people that, you know, look into the uh, analytics a lot and, you know, that can really affect their um way of going about content creation it can really you know uh just sway it in a negative way so it definitely a good point that you brought up as far as like it you know coming down to the creator's mindset towards the uh you know grand scheme of things i mean i know i know he mentioned something about multiple platforms i mean yeah, that's yeah. a good thing to talk about what do you guys think about simultaneously streaming uh, uh, it's good for i guess like the experience to try to meet and maybe reach out and see what what type of an audience is out there or whatever but because of you know i guess our soon-to-be topics i'm on twitch so you know what i mean so in general yeah i mean i think it's good to reach out and maybe bring a draw an audience to a central spot would be probably the best thing but like i never really connected with anybody on uh on d live or, or or mixer so i pretty much just bring everybody from youtube and was like hey let's go to twitch and if you want to hang out come hang out if you don't then i'll see you around you know i'll, I'll say i'll say this about streaming because there was a brief time where i think i did a couple of multi-stream uh you know or restream streams and i remember me and dino had a talk about this over probably about two years ago it's been it's been just about that long and it's been a while yeah and we had a in, very in-depth conversation about this and it's the fact that yes restream expands your reach yes. but when the most important thing at least to me is community it hurts more than helps some mm -hmm. some people when they stream granted do not focus on the community and to each their own. In my personal opinion, when streaming community is the very, you know, the most important aspect. And I know that's how, I, you know, it is with a lot of us in this call currently. So yeah, I love with, you know, with restream, you have to take into an account that your community is being split because you have a chat here you have a chat over here over at a you got a chat at b you got a chat at c and yeah. they're all talking to the same streamer but none of them can connect because yeah. you know you see what i'm saying like none of them can connect 
because they're in different chats. And I think that's a very deadly thing. I, I, I think that can hurt you more than help you because if they're together in one chat, whether like if you're streaming just on Twitch and your chat can connect and meet each other and welcome each other and be positive with everybody and ask questions and you know, everything that makes the community so much stronger. And I think that alone makes it worth dealing with the reach of one specific website. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, to add on to what you're saying, yeah, that, it, the split is real. Um, in the beginning, it may not, it may not feel like that, especially depending on what you're playing. Let's say, for example, you main Twitch, right? Mm -hmm. And you pick a game that's not necessarily the most banging in terms of like the people in your community actually being interested in watching it. Let's say, for example, you was to do a game and you get, I guess, like five people watching, right? Mm -hmm. And then you restream on, let's say, YouTube, but there are people on YouTube that is, you know, maybe the numbers are bigger just because they know that you're streaming on there. You know, it's always comes down to preference. But the thing is, the undeniable truth is after a couple streams that that that's going to change drastically because it's like if you're main in a platform and you're building that momentum, especially if you get hit by a raid on your main platform obviously the focus is going to be more on you know the you know the group of people that's your main it's like you're not trying to single out the people that's watching on the other platforms but chances are it's going to happen or you're not going to be able to engage with the other platforms as much and it's going to create that split you may have some people that's gonna be like i just want to watch them but then you're gonna have the other people that want to interact with you and they're not getting that uh level of engagement that they used to get and it's going to turn them off i mean like that's what flash is talking about when they say that split that rough divide um because i I did it a couple of times and I've it's like weird it's like restream has this thing where like comments from the other platforms could pour in to your main chat which would help with that but I still feel like there's that disconnect there because one person would say something from a different platform and then you respond to that, but the other people in your main chat is like, what is, you know, what is he talking about? You know, that sort of thing is, is pretty weird, you know? Yeah, because like the streamer itself, they kind of focus on them chatting with the viewer. But I think one of the biggest parts is the viewers chatting with the viewers. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a huge thing, too. If, if anything, that's the main thing. Because they bring conversation in a stream. Right, exactly. So, like, if your conversation is starting from another platform, the streamer says something, and then someone tries to say something. If anything, it's like the viewer is just talking to the streamer, and like they have no idea who's the other person saying it on the other side. Yeah. Like, they can see it on the screen, like it's not with them, like it's not, it's not like a physical place. 
So right. I've had no lie. I've literally had that same thing happen to where I would be like, "Oh, who are you talking to? Oh yeah, it's so and so on Mixer." I'm like, "Oh man," you know, like <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it, it is yeah. a confusing thing. It's very confusing, and it's very you know, it's it's sort of annoying to have to deal with, you know, on a daily basis, you know. For sure. Yeah. Like there's ups and downs to it, to where you get to interact with people, and you know, let's say that you're not really uh, that uh, social, you know, and you really don't talk to people, you know. Maybe if you're on four different platforms, and maybe you at least get one, maybe two people, you know, on one of those platforms to come out or at all. All right, you're at least testing your own you know your own voice skills you know your own speech you know skills and stuff you know mm -hmm. right now me personally i never used um restream so um i can't really go from experience standpoint on this but just you know think about it and going with talks with you know with you guys about it for a good while now just even a thought about trying to go through like multiple platforms at one time can be it can personally it can be like really like it really be tiring because you really like multitasking and going through like two to like how many ever chats that you're going through at one time it could be kind of mind-boggling and trying to like focus on whatever you're focusing on with game or whatnot and but yeah the grand scheme of things as far as like it's just splitting up communities and if you're trying to build a you know a legit community a solid one at that you don't you know you don't want to uh kind of have that split using restream but you know again it depends on the person and what they're trying to reach at the end of the day so it's really to each their own in regards to that i think yeah it's very annoying i'm sorry i think unless uh because i mean i'm i'm very curious and I don't, I don't mean to switch the topic but unless somebody has something to add about the platforms i i'm curious to hear everybody's 100 percent opinion on and i'm sure i know what you're going to say but i want to hear details is how important do you really think community is and what do you think the chances are of somebody coming onto a platform trying to make it that has no care about the community you know what i'm saying like yeah i see what you're saying and i like like for me like in general like you guys pretty much know the story like i've been around y'all for the last two years type deal and like all i care about is like everybody that's been around me instead of like the inner pocket type deal you know and like seeing somebody just go at it for just that money swaggling uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like and then when they get it it's just like they are just so undeserving of it and they expect more and it's just it makes no sense it makes well, no sense well i mean at at the end of the day it's you know community makes everything better and i think sometimes more than not some people just don't know how to make that connection with people yeah. inform that community so they don't ever they don't ever you know make that a priority because they you know they don't know how to do it so they fear the unknown and, and they, they just like yeah they're like you know let's just make content and you know look at numbers and, and the people yeah. come with that right right yeah right. i mean that's that's what they think and i mean numbers you know you might get views but 
views are just a one-time thing unless you have them coming back as a community you know exactly. and this comes with the the platform thing because i mentioned zero and i actually listened to someone else talk about this topic too but he was like you know even if zero moves to from to, from twitch to facebook at the end of the day his core community the people that are there for them it, it's like i'd rather have a thousand viewers than five thousand if the thousand viewers is like your core community right and mm -hmm. that's what i was hearing from the other thing like zero i don't know how much he averages but like if he goes to facebook i'm sure he's not going to get as much but his community is going to be there so like there's not a big difference i mean people will be like oh well he averaged more but it's like who cares you know like if you have your community that's really strong and stuff you're still going to get the same results that that's what matters at the end it's, it's yeah, better it's, than having more views. It's longevity there. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. Then, yeah. He's making plays on top of that. And I think people are just like, their mindset. <laughs> their mindset. <laughs> I got it. I got it. But it's true. Like, it, their mindset is literally like, oh, okay. Well, the more views, the better the stream, right? Well, not really. You know, like, I know people who have 50 viewers and the 50 viewers all in that stream are part of their community but then there's people that have like you know i don't know like 500 viewers for example maybe like a hundred of them are part of the community you know you kind of have like 400 empty people in your stream you know that doesn't really care about you but they more so just care about the game or something right you know, and, and, and can i speak on that real go quick ahead. Go ahead. my hand kid here uh, even though you can't see my hand, uh, I, I, Dino probably already knows what I'm about to say because I just got triggered when Dino mentioned that about the game. Uh, once upon a time, way back in the land of suffering from an identity crisis, I went, and this was before Nintendo Magic. Um, oh boy. I was going from one thing to the other to the other. I went from anime gaming, lost my man there. Um, I gave a, gave it a shot with the fighting game uh, community. That was, that was interesting, but the reality really sunk in when I uh, dabbed into my favorite fighting game, which was Tekken, right? Tekken, oh boy. Yes. And so I did a giveaway of celebrating it right and it really sunk in at that point because yeah everything was great i was quote unquote getting the numbers you know the subscribers were coming in and everything uh, and it was nice um but those were just numbers mind you because here's the end result of that okay when the giveaway was done you know i interacted with the person that got the game right after that in the, of course they're gonna be super nice and they're gonna love you for it because it's like a free game and and then on top of that you know i even explained an unfortunate situation that happened with a company i would not name where <laughs> i was kind of duped you know in regards to what i was promised so oh, i had yeah. to pay out of pocket oh yeah um so in order to do the giveaway which i have done because i didn't want to like shaft the person that actually won so they got it they was appreciative and i you know i haven't heard from them again since and 
to make matters worse, I did a live stream. Now, this was probably one of the first times I first, second, maybe third time I actually tried to do a live stream and I was actually live streaming the game. And this was after the, the results that I got from the giveaway. Only two people showed up. It was mainly friends that I knew that were content. And all those other people that actually saw, watched my videos, comments, and then all that stuff, they didn't even hop in. They, it's like, they only cared for the game and, and what made it even tougher. Like, when you're part of fighting game community, like, the, the harsh reality is you have, you have to have a certain skill set in order to really you know get some kind of following out of it but yeah. even if you do have that skill set like those people are still there for the game because there was a gentleman by the name i think he was king j or something like that yeah and this guy was getting outrageous views outrageous interaction in everything but the problem is they was only there for the game they was only there for the tutorials it really didn't benefit him as much so imagine if he played something that wasn't Tekken oh boy those videos are gonna go they're not going to go anywhere so that's just the harsh reality of that I will, I will either I will even use myself I will throw myself under the bus here with this I will use myself as a prime example so my YouTube for those of you who don't know uh, a lot of my community has been on discord it has been on twitch and has been on Twitter and my YouTube primarily was dedicated to a lot of anime gaming and stuff like that back in the day and I focused on that well the the you know the love behind the majority of the anime community focus on anime stuff you know they that's what they're into which is fine but you got to understand you know i also wasn't going into it with the community building mindset back then i i didn't i just thought hey i'm gonna post this video because it's fun and that's what i got so now whatever i post that's not anime boom it's it's not even seen like not like like five people and that's how bad it is so like i can drop something that's like an anime video i can get easily a thousand views at least drop you know a star wars fallen jedi video like five to ten and that's because the community building was not there on my part and uh it was just one of those things you know that's so to kind of give a little bit of, you know, to thick out the lines of what they're saying for those of you tuning in is if you don't have a community and you upload, let's say Call of Duty, aka shooters are one of the worst things to upload for having variety. Uh, trust me, I know. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> uploading, right. uploading a shooter and then boom you're playing minecraft 
that's not going to go too well unless you have a very strong community which is so hard it's not unheard of but it's so hard to make in something like that you nobody's going to watch that they're going to be like dude where's call of duty like you might the people that do watch it you'll get the comments like where's that at so that's one of those things that's why i wanted to bring up how important do you think community is i think it's very important um for those that are in it for long term because even if you don't see the community thing is important at first if you're doing something long term it's gonna drive you insane when you experiment later because at, at the end of the day nobody wants to do the same thing forever and right. i think you know i think that's what's important about variety and what's beautiful about what you guys do on your streams is that you know if you want to play something you have the ability to do so and your community still they're there for you and like you guys i've always looked up to pretty much everybody in this call for that reason too because they've in my opinion they've done it right and like i think it's very important to look at it that way for anybody tuning in that's you know interested in starting a channel or interested to stream whether that be on d live facebook gaming twitch youtube even now it's community definitely needs to be in the forefront of your mind when starting out and that's where a lot of people make the mistake and it's definitely yeah. hard to like it's definitely gonna be hard to you know build that up and you know try to get that um you know going but um the best things in life don't come easy long story short with that so it's definitely something to you know definitely keep yeah, in mind uh, in the front when you, you know make things fun yeah, basically, yeah, I, I, I've heard a few of you say this, uh, well, I mean, basically, you know how I started out, kind of, you know, I, I wasn't even doing this at all. I was basically just sitting in chats and pretty much just paying my respects to the people that are playing the, you know, the video games, you know what I'm saying? But then I got, you know, I wanted to start streaming for myself, but didn't have the money to do it. So I, I used a cell phone and, you know, was making plays on my phone. So it's like... I wasn't letting something like that, you know, stop me. But before that, I was making friends with, with everybody. I was be making connections with people because I wasn't streaming or what didn't have the thought of it, you know? I just want to go hang out and chill with somebody, you know? Yeah, because you yeah. did those mobile streams. Like, yes. There when you did those. And, like, I remember those days, dude. I remember when yeah, Dino told me about it. I thought those yeah, were super yeah, creative. People man. that still came. Right. You know? Yeah, I was very surprised people came for that. But that that's the thing, though. Like, I didn't, you know, it just depended on what I was playing. And, like, in general, like, I, I guess what my phone could handle looking at. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, playing, like, a, a Pokemon game was probably easier because it didn't have to focus, you know, as hard as any other game like that, you know. But it's just still the fact you have to start with a stable community you have to like like you have to know people and you have to remember who where you met them and how you met them and how long you've met them because i'm going on almost three years knowing a, a few uh people that still come to my streams and i still talk to on a daily you know and i've only been around that long almost as long yeah that's it's just if you're about your community then you know you'll make a community because people will start noticing you yeah i mean and yeah I, i'll say i'll say this too and everybody in here can attest 
you know, because I know that everybody in here has had a job or gone to school or, you know, one of the two have worked something in your life and whether whatever platform you're on, it's very important for everybody to realize that as easy as it looks, you put in the same amount of work for a channel or for a stream than you do at a job. And this, I work two jobs and I can tell you right now that I've never worked harder in my life than I have on content creation. Any, anywhere that I've gone. And you know, people say, people make fun of people that do it full time. Well, guess what? They worked their butts off just as hard as somebody with, you know, a full-time job it's crazy to they get say there. That, though. It's crazy because they say that, though, because, like, now, in these days and age, there's so many companies that have teams dedicated for this now. I know. Like, content and, creator, like, a content creator, like, a social media person. Right. Or, like, it's, it's so big now. And people, but people are still so quick to put it down. And that's what's crazy that people don't understand. But you know, it's one of those things that people are blind to what they don't touch. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the it's the stigma. It's the stigma behind you know video games and you know everything that goes along with that. And just thinking that we're just you know lazy bums. You not not doing anything with our lives, but long in reality this is becoming like a, another venture for people as far as like making it a career that's what people are not understanding and not trying to tap into yeah, that's basically at the bigger picture you yeah know like I mean? like if if you're going into this to feel like this is a hobby and you want to make friends then you have a genuine mindset if you go into it with any other intention then you're not going to have anything compared to what you feel like you're gonna have you know? oh absolutely i, th- I right. think i think your starting intentions should definitely be that but for anybody who has done it for a long time the thought of it one day being a career crosses everybody's mind mm-hmm. that that's without a doubt whether whether it ever happens whether that was your intention from the get-go it crosses everybody's mind yeah. and the reason it crosses more people's mind now is for because of people like ninja because of people like pewdiepie you know big people now that push you know people want to be like those people and make that their job you know like when i was when i was little you know and i'm the youngest one in this call but even when i was you know growing up everybody wanted to be a firefighter they wanted to be a police officer they wanted to be you know a doctor kids now want to be streamers yeah and that's so crazy to me i think that's so cool and you know so it's just one of those things to where i I also sympathize with people that don't understand that streaming is a real thing because i can remember never have made a video never have touched an editing software never have spoken into a microphone and thought hey this is easy I can do it too, which, you know, I eventually did, but it's one of those things you have to figure so much out, man. Nobody can just jump on and drop a really good thing right off the bat without doing any sort yeah, of no practice. One. That's why when you see people make like those reaction videos on YouTube where they're like, oh, I'm going to react to my old videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see the improvement. Right. Because everyone starts shit. Like, exactly. Reality. 
So yeah. it requires planning, know-how, what to use, what not to use, what is acceptable, and what is unacceptable. Not only that, you also have to include okay, once you figure out where you want to go, what is like what is the mindset of the community that you're trying to become a part of? It's like all of these X factors that you have to factor in. Like, like let's say, for example, certain, I remember way back when, when, like, when I was part of the anime community, and it's like certain things that people gravitate to more, like the kind of thumbnails you make. Even though that's something that's kind of like across the board, realistically, because you want to create thumbnails that are aesthetically pleasing. But I feel like in the anime community, they really took the creation of thumbnails very seriously, especially the anime gaming community. I would yes. Say. Because the creation of thumbnails literally seemed to evolve as I was going through those um, ventures, you know, doing anime gaming. And it was like, I would talk to people. They would tell me certain things that I should do or focus more on. Uh, what type of software should I use? Uh, from like, how should I talk? How should I act? I, I'm, all right, let me, let me give you a good example of this. Uh, my interactions with anime analysts, um, cause he was, uh, like a big influence in the progression of my channel when it came to trying to improve in various avenues. Like I did a collab with him and I learned a lot from that collab as well as the result. And there was so many X factors, you know, everybody say, oh, you know, in order to big or do really good, you got to collab with a bunch of people and you'll get a bunch of view viewers and subscribers and stuff like that. But the thing that nobody told me, but I've kind of quickly figured that out after the collab is the thing is like, does your personality kind of like jail well or is similar to that content creator that you're collabing with anime analysts make we're both black but honestly real talk i felt like as i was collabing with him i mean i did it i did my thing and you know anime analyst was very cool about it and he actually appreciated me being on he literally felt made me feel like i was a white guy <laughs> I'm not kidding. What? That dude had some crazy charisma. He's got spunk. He he does. Yeah. And and it it doesn't take nothing but a millisecond for him to actually, you know, get in a get in a zone or get crazy hype. And me, it's like I'm kind of the opposite of that. I mean, I have my hype moments, you know. I I yell and all that, but I'm not at his level and. You know, like when I looked at the results, yes, I got a lot of subscribers from that. Maybe a couple of viewers actually watched a video or two, 
but the thing is just because you get a bunch of subscribers doesn't mean that that is that actually um, turns into success because in most cases those viewers um those viewers only most of them did it because he said to do it right not because they really wanted to get engaged with your content and watch it and i mm, learned it subs, yeah. <laughs> and i even tweeted that out on twitter way back when and anime analyst liked it and i already know why he liked that comment because he he fit he noticed that i understand that and it's like it's up to uh you know the content creators to figure all this stuff out it's not it's not black and white you know there's it's not that easy to figure out there's a lot of thinking that goes into content creation it's not about just sitting there playing a freaking game i mean why do you think all these like um pro fighting game players do so well because they practice they train they literally study the game inside and out to the point where they would turn a simple video game into an actual science and, and you know and not even just that but like being good at a game and then you have the behind the scenes work first off you need to network like you got to show people you're actually good so how the hell are you going to network right well you're going to go to events or you're going to try to get picked up by an esports team or like do whatever you can stream you know do all these things to show that you're a good player like i've seen something like a long time ago where like there's good players but they just don't know how to network i've seen some fighting game players talk about that too like in their own streams they're like oh there's a bunch of great players they just don't network so like no one knows their name and stuff and then that doesn't help their longevity so all they're good at is the game but they aren't really like showing themselves and other yeah. or, as they should be you know but like the successful ones there's so much you go you put through that and like Venge says something about video games it's like if people are laughing at that then you are laughing at like 70% of the careers that exist right now yes okay, so I know exactly what do you mean by that well again as I said earlier in this podcast we talked about that so many companies have dedicated teams for content it's not just the game or it's not just what the video is about, but there's so much behind the scenes work that you have to do to get those eyeballs on that content. And that goes for anything, any career path. You can go to a company right now and they're going to have a dedicated team for it. How are they going to get visible? What do they need to do? Do they know ad spending? Do they know organic reach? Do they know, you know, you can list off so much stuff, but they have dedicated teams for that. So if you're trying to say that this is a joke, then you're saying like 60, 70% of the things in our world is a joke. Right. I mean, if somebody can make a career out of brushing dogs, then I don't think it's far-fetched for someone to make a career bringing entertainment to others. It's like it's like people who make movies on a smaller scale. You know what I'm saying? It's uh -huh. like It's like people who produce movies. A movie producer... Think about that, but a one-man team for most cases, 
and just streaming and having fun playing games. It's like, that's basically what it is. We're creating essentially a TV show for people to watch. And I mean, and that's at the end of the day, that's what it is. And people, you know, even if they're doing it for them and they have fun doing it and they're doing it just for their own personal enjoyment, regardless, they're putting a stream of content out there for people to watch. And that's what it is. You know, if you think content creation is stupid, then you think TV is stupid. And you know, it's funny with the stream thing, people are forgetting there's a professional term for that. It's yep. called broadcasting. Yep. Broadcaster. You know how many jobs are out there for that title? A lot. <laughs> so many. So a like, lot. Yeah. So like people again, like as we st- talked about before, like they downvote this shit, but it's like so important in this day and age because everyone's doing it. Like there's a job literally for everything. Like you guys hear the radio. There's people working at the radio. Is their shit a joke then? Like everything ties around those careers too so if you say this career is a joke then those careers are a joke right like and, you can't and, that, and that, that's not us calling those careers a joke either for, yeah. the, for those that are listening people who are accusing like that like oh what you do is a joke okay then yeah. what they do is a joke if you think what I'm doing is a joke they, they are too right it's so a double standard yeah double yeah standard. It's like nobody, nobody will ever go up to somebody and say that it's, it's almost like, you know, they, they won't go up to anybody doing anything else and say that, but they're so quick to come up to content creators and say that. And, you know, that's another thing too. And this is me backtracking a little bit to what I was saying earlier and how hard it is to get into it these days, you know, because the standards for a content creator have gone so far up since I've started and it's one of those things to where, you know, back in the day when YouTube was newer and, you know, Twitch was just in TV and, you know, stuff like that. It's like you started Windows Movie Maker, Paint.net, you know, um, I forgot what the streaming, uh, what is it, program was back in the day. There, it, it wasn't OBS, that's for sure. And it's like everything was so low quality and you could still start and people would give you a chance. You know, you could use an Xbox mic and people would still listen. And now you got to have Photoshop. Like so many people have paved the way. It's cool that people know what they have to have now, but it's also one of those things where you have to have so much to even have a chance. That's very true. And you know, if you, if you don't have Vegas or, um, premiere, or Photoshop for good quality thumbnails, or you know, um, a good computer that has a 1080p, 60 frames per second. So that's over exaggerating, but some people, you know, some people really care about that high crisp quality. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you don't have all of those things, you're not going to, you know, be able to do it. And it's and it's also one of those things where when you get a job, it's like. I work on a dock for a living right now. What do I have to do? I have to invest in boots. I have to invest in gloves. I have to invest in, you know, things that I use on a job in a daily basis. What do you have to do when you stream? You have to invest in a capture card. You have to invest in a microphone. You have to invest in a audio interface if you want to go that route of audio. You have to invest in so much that it's yeah. it's a real thing. It's not... 
at, at this at this point even if you do this as a hobby it's almost as if you can't treat it as a hobby to even get started it's so expensive to get into and you have yeah, to and you have to respect people like you know when you see somebody nowadays and you can genuinely tell that they are in it for fun and you can see that they have good quality stuff i respect those people more than anything because when you see somebody that's really in it for the right reasons and you know community building and stuff like that and they have invested just for that that is true like that that's amazing and that's that, passion. yeah like love for something yeah and i res- i respect that more than anything on the internet and you know more than a lot of things in life and that's also one of those things that when people come and say that you know that's that's not a real that's not something you should be investing your time into you should be putting more time into school more time into looking for a job more time into working your job you know it's like they don't respect what people are doing here and that's that's a, an important thing that I wanted to bring up. It wasn't necessarily like on the topic we were talking about, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't too far away either. And it just popped up into my mind. And it's one of those things that kind of, you know, grinds my gears when it comes to this whole, you know, creators and platforms and community, you know. But you, yeah, you, that, you actually brought up a good point because I get tired of that gripe too, as far as like saying that all oh, this is useless. But to be quite honest, just me, you know, starting off of YouTube and then branching off into video editing and then Photoshop and then going to streaming and stuff. It brings skills and mm-hmm. those skills can be used into like many other areas in many different careers. If, you know, if it's not, you know, doing YouTube on or Twitch and stuff like that for a full time. So you can't really, you know, knock it because a lot of experiences is just invaluable in what you get and what you gain from it all. And it can yeah, be applied to some of the areas. Yeah. Fun fact, I got my first job because of YouTube. Uh <laughs> was it uh I got my first job because I, I got my first job as a DJ and I had experience speaking on a microphone and talking clearly on a microphone. Oh, and yeah. You know, just having that microphone presence that you learn from continuous, repetitive, you know, recordings and practicing and, you know, reading scripts. If you did those types of videos and just, you know, I've done it all. So that's a skill that I have put in, gotten, you know, a job that isn't YouTube, but it still helped me in life. It's like YouTube teaches you so many lessons in life, too. It's not just one of those things where... You know, I'm putting all my time into this. Even if I don't make it a career, I, you know, people think I'm not getting it anything out of it. It's like I'm learning things. CD does a lot of stuff with graphics. I'm sure that he got a lot of it from doing his YouTube and stream graphics. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, right. and then you got that for your internship too, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. They use they look at that stuff. They told me in my interview, like you know, they looked at that stuff and what I did. On my YouTube and stuff, so it's just definitely nothing to you know bring flag over because people are really looking to this stuff, and companies are starting to like dabble into the scenes also. It's what people don't understand. Yep. Right. And we live in a world now, and it's so great, and people still don't realize this, but we can is we can put this stuff on resumes, people. You know, th- this stuff goes on resumes, and 
especially for an example this is something that i've looked into and i'm thinking about going to school for and you know is being a, a you know community manager for a company or social media outreach or something you can put youtube which you know stuff like that it's you know yeah it's, it's all social media and that helps mm-hmm. you you know if youtube isn't your career it's like it helps get it you helps, yeah it helps right. you get somewhere in life like it's you know right. it's so real dude and people don't get it but it's it's great yeah. i love it i know i'm really curious to hear your thoughts on that like what, what like what like you know how important you know youtube is even if it's not you know you know how, how much it can help you with skills in life too because i think that's interesting right well i mean my journey has been huge uh, i've been doing this since like 2011 2012 for like the fun of it you know just showing a game and stuff and then like years after that like i realized it was like so much more like so many people are online so many people are using social media you know that i knew this before bigger companies and other people are like oh okay you know something's happening here i mean i'm sure every there's other people that knew just like i did but like they didn't think that that would be something that they would apply at like a real job or something like that and i say real job isn't i know youtube is a real job folks okay but i'm just saying that at that time they wouldn't have viewed it like that they would see it like just something that people are just looking at but like as time goes on you see more and more so like what one of the things i've experienced is hey like i was able to get like again i, I worked with viz and i had a job opportunity because of that because of my twitch because my youtube because of all that stuff all together you know managing a discord i was able to manage their discord um becoming a nintendo brand ambassador like i can list so many things but i'm not trying to be here blow um you know showing off or anything but i'm just saying like you get you get so many opportunities it's crazy especially if you put in the work especially if you you know what you're doing and stuff because like all these companies realize like how important like this day and age like social media is because everyone's fucking on it right every like every almost everyone the only people who aren't on it is like very old people i mean hell even very old people are getting on it dude you got some grandmas on that like it's like everyone is on it you know and that's the biggest importance that comes from it and like what's up no i was gonna say like don't don't think that like you're rambling all you're doing is telling the truth to be honest with you like (laughs) i mean yeah like it's just it's just one of those things where it just kind of came it didn't come right away but i've been doing it for years you know right and then like yeah. on top of that you network as we talked about before because venge was talking about you know fighting game players and you know how they got to get good in the game but you got to network yeah same, this, same thing. like everything is about networking well not just that but the time you invest in it okay is unimaginable like people really don't understand like the, the regular people that just sit there and just watch and just come in there and like troll you know act like a troll or whatever they really don't understand or care the value of the person that that's broadcasting right you know you know i'm basically taking my time away from my, my four kids type deal you know just to just to stream while this guy comes in here and calls me a, a dictate some shit you know and i'm just like all right that's cool or uh, shit, I'll, I'll damn name drop this this fact right here. Damn Taco Death, he, he came into every single one of my chats and kept calling me white guy. You wanna know something? 
fuck that clown. <laughs> it's like, what? well, it's I like. <laughs> Man, I'm just saying, like, it's just it makes no sense. Had it's like, like we're sitting here vet, investing our time for to you know do something we love, and that's like the last thing that a streamer really wants is somebody to come in there and just like to mess up the chill vibe that's going on. Because we ain't sitting here messing with you, so why are you coming in here messing with us? You and know what I mean? What you touched on, Fez, is the primary reason why community is so important. Because when you have a community, it's like you can literally, like, like get rid of that noise. Because, like, yeah. it's like what's the word i'm trying to come up with it's like when it comes to community that's something that a content creator has to build that's not that's not something that just happens it's like there's gotta be a reason you gotta have an expectation you have to come in knowing what you want and how you're going to enforce how you're going to get what you want and it's like just by doing that it makes it so much easier to handle situations like that to the point where you yeah. build that community, everyone else is going to ignore that crap. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and if you don't have that, that community and you're just doing whatever and you're not setting any kind of expectation, then your chat can run wild and it can drive you insane as a content creator. I'm sure yeah. there's been quite a few instances where um, because of a troll it's like the content creator is now out of control and the content creator basically shuts the whole stream down because it can't handle it. Like that's mm -hmm. why community is so important. That's just one of the I main facets. And I, I do need to make a, a slight comment on that. No lie, I personally, and and this is before you even came into the chat tonight. Remember earlier, guys, when I was telling you about that guy that I, I personally messaged about, like he was like being bombarded with like a, a troll situation, and I just told him to ignore it. Yeah. Type deal, and he told me, and he told me that he could. He's like, it might, it might work for you, but it doesn't work for me. And I'm just like, how can you let? you know something like that bother you to the point where you're just like well i'm just gonna end my stream you know, you See, know and, people and, who and, say that that work it works for everyone it just depends on if you want to do it you know there's no there's yeah. not really an excuse <laughs> so like if you don't do it who in the hell is yeah i know i've, I've said that word yeah, I mean, I'm, man, man, it's like family friendly, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, fuck this shit, dude. Broke house, man. Family friendly bad is away. Right? Come on, man. Yeah. In park, it it away, you don't have it here. Put that shit back in the draw, Murtaugh. So, <laughs> so you tell me I can drop an F bomb? So go ahead, man. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, let it off, Vince. Show them what the fuck you're oh. talking about, dude. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just, all right, I'm going to entertain the masses, okay? <laughs> all right, I'm going to put it down in my fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. There you go.
I left my family friendly badge, but I'm gonna come down again. Put on that motherfucker. Don't kill me though. Don't kill me. Remember this this stream is not PG. Just don't straight R. No, but no, but seriously, community is so great, man, because it's like it's almost it's almost like a stranger, aka being the troll, walking into a family's home mid dinner, right, and coming in and just like roasting the family's natural, you know, habits that they do at the dinner table that they're so used to that they love, but the troll. AK the strangers like yo what what the fuck is this and <laughs> you know what i mean and and the family just kind of pushes out the bad vibes because that's that's what the family is yeah you, you know that remind me of like when i do the lo-fi stuff on stream and then you got that few people dude I mean, that, that blew my mind man. dude uh, this is recent some people are like oh man put the game audio on what do you mean Freaking crazy, you know, and then dog. after that, everyone that was in my stream was like, "Nah, yeah. we actually nah. like the music. Thanks." Yeah, right. this per they, they 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 don't say anything after that. Nothing. They, they can't. <laughs> they can't. Yeah. Well, isn't really like, oh yeah. fuck. Yeah. Am I wrong with me? Yeah, because they they don't know. Then they they just leave quietly. Yeah. So, and it's like that reminds me, man, because I had a I had a situation similar to that on one of my. Uh, not recent streams because I haven't streamed recently, but one of my, you know, more recent ones, right? And I was streaming and it was late at night because, you know, most people that follow me know I work late so I can only stream late. And this one guy came in and he was like, why are you streaming so late at night? Why don't you stream earlier? And I was like, well, I can't due to my work schedule. And he's like, well, why, why would you stream then? You know, obviously this isn't a good time. And I was like, well obviously i enjoy it and this dude came in and he's like listen he's one of the guys that's been following me for you know a couple years now and he's happened to be popping in he's like listen you know flash streams when he can because he loves to stream and if you're not able to watch it at this time then you know don't watch it don't don't question you know it's like people do what they can and what they want it's their you know at the end of the day it's the streamer show the people's there for the streamer and if they're not there for the streamer, they obviously don't enjoy the show. So the trolls, I don't even know. At this point, they're not even trolls. They're just straight up fucking haters, dude. It's like, it's ridiculous. But I mean, that's the whole point of having a community that brings it all back into one freaking the circle of life. It's like, it's like community is everything, dude. It's just like, there's no survival without community. And that's just bottom line. And you get respect for it. You know, like, real talk. I remember, like, I don't know if it was this year or last year, but it happened on a Twitch stream. And, you know, there was a lot of discussion going on, and it was in the, it was discussion during a Mario Maker stream. I think it was back when Mario Maker, before the two, was, like, was still active. You know, people were still playing it. And we had a lot of discussion about, you know, how good a player has to be uh, to be successful on Twitch, that kind of thing. And we, it, it was a lot of discussion here and there about skill, like the type of people that's watching you, all of that. Da, da, da. Keep a long story short, the person 
that we kind of like went back and forth with because it wasn't an argument argument but it was more like a difference in the deals right Uh, because you got a viewer that has an opposing opinion and we talk back and forth share our opinion and then by the time it was over that individual had still stepped up and said you know what despite all that you know like i i really respect the community that you have here because like your mods is doing such a great job it was like at that time the mods was literally helping the stream be successful by being positive by not being aggressive all of that stuff that's why community is so strong you know like people respect that so i remember there was a a young man and i won't name of course that that's that said a long time ago that like family 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 friendly content creators are they don't get that much respect because they're not taken seriously but honestly that's the that's complete bull because it's the complete opposite especially if that family friendly content creator actually developed the community that was actually respectable and the people that were watching respects the wishes of that content creator you know like um i learned a lot from that and me i don't hope you know i'm not the type of person because i am family but i have a lot of respect for content creators that are not and i don't mind promoting people that are not family friendly because i know who they are right in the community and it doesn't matter if somebody keeps it real or not it it what matters is the type of community that they build and the type of relationships that they actually value if it's bullshit that the person values then forget about it but if that person is truly genuine why would it matter right and then that's all that's that one thing you say was it was it it's uh He's not family friendly, but he's a friendly dude. I think yeah. that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, there's that too, for sure. Oh yeah. You yeah. guys got anything else? I, I mean, I'm as far as you know the community and stuff like that. I've, I've pretty much put my mind on everything. With oh, that wait, one thing. Let's do one thing. Uh, platform. So we talked about this earlier, but we didn't mention it. I want to get your take on it. You guys think it's fine that somebody takes money for a deal? Like, for like what, an exclusive deal to deal one platform? So like Zero, he took the Facebook gaming thing. Obviously oh. money is involved, but he probably was thinking long term for other stuff too. Yeah, but I, Yeah, I think I've already, I, yeah, I guess between us, but everybody pretty much don't know. Like, I mean, I kind of like just take for instance Ninja, kind of like he's thinking about his actual future on oh yeah can i do something st- stable so i can have a wife and family and still live my life you know i mean right i understand that aspect but if you're only doing this just to get hungry for it because he was thrown into it okay he was literally blown up into it everyone knows this he kn- knows it too he literally took advantage of a very prestigious situation you feel me you know yeah. so I mean, he is very talented at what he does, and that's what people paid to see. It's not his fault. He is he is that good, you know. 
it's like you, you know what i'm saying like i'm you can't be jealous and you can't be i mean you can be envious of it and be like oh man i wish i was like that but you can't ever make that your motive to be like oh i'm gonna be the next uh partnered person to to maintain my lifestyle so i don't ever have to work or do nothing in my life but no there's more work in your own lives than there is in front of that computer in general and it's, it's crazy what, what kind of stuff it's like how real things get you know um yeah, I, i'm i'm gonna be honest with you man it's it's one of those things people like ninja not just ninja but i'm using him as an example he's gone he's paid his dues he's gone through he had you know he was a competitive player before he was ever a streamer he streamed you know content long before he ever blew up with fortnite and it's you know he did it enjoying it in you know doing what he loves and it became his job at that point when it's your job you got to make moves when that's your job it's like when you're working you make moves for a you know for a raise you make right. mo- you make moves for that next position you know it's it's like that it's like once it becomes your job you got to understand that people do look at content creation differently yeah. they still enjoy yeah. what they do they still focus on enjoying what they do or else they could just go get a different job but at the end of the day it is their job and i think they have every yeah. right to pursue that raise to pursue that promotion if you will aka taking a deal here taking a deal there and really to be honest with you with all of the stuff that ninja had and you know i'm sure that um zero was the same way his real community followed him to that platform all the stragglers and a lot of the toxicity stayed yeah and you know i'm sure over time they'll they'll build that back up but you also gotta think you know that's like a cleanse the community moved with him he's in a good deal financially which is his job and he's still playing the game i can tell you one thing when you have that strong of a community and your enjoyment is chat and game it doesn't matter what platform you're on it it doesn't right you know it's like it's like dino for example Dino could go stream on YouTube right now. Dino particular, you know, he likes Twitch. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? But chat would still be there and he would still be enjoying the game. It would still be a good stream. Right. He would be on a platform that is inferior to Twitch in terms of streaming. But it's the same thing if you, you know, if you're following what I'm what I'm saying. It's like I think streamers have every right once they've crossed that line of making it their career and their job to do what they see necessary. Yeah. Because so. here's the thing that, I, that I've been stressing the most. Like, the thing that I feel like some of those viewers that you mentioned, Flash, fails to realize is these guys, these all these streamers or content creators, you know, video makers, whoever, they fail to realize that they're sacrificing their time for them. And I mean, could you, it's not too much to ask to respect that person's wishes. Cause it's almost like spitting in their face when, oh, you watch them all the time. And then they say, oh, you know, like, um, I'm going to make a move to another platform and then they start insulting you and say, well, bye-bye, man. You're not going to see me. 
that's a load of of BS. That that just proves that that person is not there for them, you know? And another thing about that is that's an opportunity that he can use later to even give back to the people that follow him, the people that care more for the streamer than they do the actual platform. And I... Even though I didn't make a deal or anything like that when I moved over to Twitch, kind of a similar flow, but not so much because it didn't involve a deal. Now, to answer that question, yeah, they can take that deal. I feel like they earned the right to do so because what is, what's the point of being a content creator if you're fearing what, you know, you fear that what you're going to do is going to create some kind of backlash and everyone's going to resent you for it. If they resent you for it, then they're not true members of the community because they would respect what you do and they would even be happy for you because it's a new page, a new chapter. Um, ever since I made that move to Twitch, um, I'm not saying a lot of people did, But there was a lot of things that I saw on Twitter that I did not like. You know, I didn't say anything, but it definitely put me in a, you know, kind of iffy state with some people because they'll turn around and say, oh my God, you're break, like all these people moving to Twitch, you know, leaving YouTube to move to Twitch. So... They're just going to throw away the bonds that we just built. That's that's an insult. Because you don't know their reason for doing it. Did you watch the video that that person did that explained the reason for doing it? You know, some make these crazy ideas of, oh, you know, they're doing it for the money. You know what I mean? It's a load of baloney. I'm just going to leave it right there. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I mean, uh, does anybody else have anything to bring up before we go to questions? I guess I, I do have something about that ninja thing. Okay. It's so like this is personal experience too, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna say one thing with ninja. I see that dude at J.C. Penny and other shit. Okay, like Kohl's or some of these other clothing places. Brother's got his own merch line over there. Yeah. So obviously, like his long term is I wouldn't say he's more for like the platform. I mean, I think he wants to do like so much more. Like he, he's, I think he signed with like Adidas or something. Yeah, that, yep, it was Adidas. I looked before. Well, he, he's started. been doing so much and it's not even just on the streaming scope, but he's been trying like to broaden his thing worldwide. Like, Flash, didn't you have something too? As yeah, far as, um, yeah. Disrespect? Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I don't want to like turn this into a whole big thing unless you guys want to, but the... I just read today that Dr. Disrespect, which is a very popular streamer that's also streamed with Ninja, is uh, he signed with the creators of The Walking Dead, if I'm not mistaken, for his own TV show, a television show based off of his Dr. Disrespect alter ego character, which is the first ever time a streamer has gotten on a screen like that 
you know he is he's always been a household name in terms of streams but this is like a household name you know what i'm saying like this is a big deal next dude i'm telling you next we're gonna see a freaking documentary on the big movie screen i'm telling you crazy i'm going i'm going to call it in 20 in the next five years we're going to see posters at our local movie theaters with either Ninja or PewDiePie or somebody on the main poster featuring other streamers talking about becoming a streamer, becoming a pro gamer, you know, becoming these things. And it's going to do amazing because, I mean, you know, it's, it's I crazy. Mean, Street Fighter Five. I mean, Venge knows of this too. I don't know. I think he watched some of it. I don't know if you watched it all, but like Street Fighter Five, they had their own reality TV show. Oh, yeah, I watched it. Like, <laughs> it was I crazy. I was like, wow, a reality TV yeah, show all about Street Fighter Five. That was really and, interesting. And, and I don't care what anybody says. I'm a fan of low tier God, even though he's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 that man is terrible, but he, he it's like his persona is so terrible but he's the most entertaining person to watch out of all of them because the rest of them was just like cookie cutter anime characters yeah maybe with the exception of one person i thought guilty was pretty cool but you know rest of them i, I just think that's crazy but uh cd didn't you have something you wanted to bring up yeah just going back as far as like the changing platforms in a in a in a perspective we did cover as far as like you know people changing of different platforms as far as like from a streaming side of things for all we know as far as you know for the people that are like primarily video makers out there the only platform that's like really notable is youtube and you know the plenty problems and issues youtube brings i'm just curious in what you guys thoughts as far as like how do we go about or i'm just trying to Confused, uh, just curious as to like what would be like the the next big um you know video platform to you know compete youtube or would that even ever happen again because we did you know vidme was a thing at one point but you see how that went so i just wanted to get you guys thoughts I, on I that. i think i think the one that's closest right now that has the opportunity to do it is twitch which is crazy they can do it. They have the means to do it. They have video uploads. They just have to in they just they have to incorporate you know, they have to incorporate the special yeah, right, like kind of like comments and stuff like that. Yeah, they they don't have all the features. That's the thing. They just have the standard, you know, videos. And so it, the I don't think so. I don't believe so. I believe they're still like available in the have, channel option. There'll be a huge algorithm for how much that would be put into that, you know? Right. And they would have yeah. to have it literally split up in live streams and split up in videos just so people, you know, but then that would literally take away the viewership from the content creators, which will defer them to different a different alternative maybe even even stopping you know because they're not getting they're not getting the regular viewership because someone would rather go watch a twitch video you know oh yeah and if you think about it too this is my thought you know I, I could be right i could be wrong but think about all the stuff that like twitch twitch literally 
does not do archives. Now, I guess in terms of videos, they just like a limitation. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I would prefer it that prefer that Twitch just stick to their guns in this and not try to deviate too much in terms of adding video integration because then it just you know increases the amount of resources that they're going to have to put into their platform and who knows if you get Twitch could probably wind up like YouTube because it's too much stuff that Twitch would have to process and look yeah. over and then it just be like data overload and that's probably yeah. one of the biggest reasons why youtube kind of like got jacked up because and plus you got noties. all this extra yeah plus the noties bro you know how would those go out and how would those even be interpreted you know would people just be tired of hearing the same jingle thinking it's a live stream or if it's just a video upload here's here's the thing i think twitch would do if they did anything like that i think they wouldn't make they wouldn't roll it out for anybody to make videos i think they would give twitch partners the opportunity to have either a network or a like a like a series that they could put on and air it like a tv show so it could be pre-recorded pre-edited and it comes in seasons and they would have they would have to apply for a show on their channel like 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 fill out an application or something to get it approved for a actual show on their channel fun fact youtube actually had something like that seriously really Uh, so like they like like in, I think it was like 2013 or 2014. It's one of those years, maybe 2015. But they had a thing where you could make like seasons of videos. Oh, I do remember you have that. Like a little thumbnail by your like it was oh it was literally on old school YouTube. Yeah, and like you could see the thumbnail series and stuff, and people could click it. And it was kind of like a TV series because it even generated like a channel for it, like a separate channel too, oh, within man. the channel that you already made. It, it was pretty cool. But they removed it. I don't know why. They're, they're like, oh, we're just sticking to normal playlists. You know, but what was really cool at those shows was there was like a thumbnail, there's a picture, there's a generated channel for it. You know, and, and, and you had to be like in an MCN as well to like get that fully put on your channel. But it was really cool. That's interesting. I never knew anything about that. But I think it would be really cool because it would be a video. And, it, and it's technically how YouTube um, pre- has their premieres. know how you can premiere a video on youtube and it's like a stream it would kind of be like that but twitch is spin and it would be you know like a season and like every you know whatever like every friday at eight or something like that like it would air and it would be a stream and it would be cool and then it would go on your channel if you went under videos or you could go under shows under your channel and then like drop it like that. I think that would be cool because it would stick to Twitch's theme of streams, but also allow content creators to be unique with editing and like have a new variety of content on their channel. I think that'd be cool. I can see that. Not that you explained it. Yeah, I can see the, the longevity of it. It's just that I know for a fact them putting the effort into doing that is probably, you know, none. <laughs> you know 
them putting any sort of effort into like creating an algorithm or creating that sort of you know like like you said a series you know that or booklet type deal where you can like unreal if i was going to envision doing something like that i would have it only set for like subscribers to the channel to be able to watch the, that material you know i was thinking keep, about that. you know no, keep probably keep it private so it's pretty much per, it pertains to that that particular channel like right yeah yeah because there's not a lot of it's kind of like it's kind of like this like you know how we've been seeing like oh yeah you get like oh yeah perks like oh yeah you get first looks at, at videos that come out a day before that but why not get actual perks of i'm able to actually see things that other people aren't allowed to see yeah and it's not and it's now, not like and, that and it's not uh, breaking any sort of terms or conditions or contracts or anything like that, you know? I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, it's a nice idea. You rock with it. Nice. You know, I mean, I I would understand they have that, but I, I, seriously, I don't think they would use that sort of business label because, you know, maybe YouTube gaming kind of is just like how we got thwarted, you know? It kind of, I guess, that sort of going out kind of like how the WWF back in the day uh, Trent, uh, went back into the f what football and then that thing stunk up right and the, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying yeah but you know, that, okay go ahead yeah, yeah well basically just like running pilots and then you're sitting there putting investing money into something that is not making you money yeah it's yeah. a tight deal because that so, is what happened to YouTube gang and they kind of I like, mean yeah, and it's kind of like this, like this whole situation with what we're even doing in this podcast, this whole game of the stream, the stream game and being on social media is a game of roulette. You never know what's going to hit you and how it's going to hit you and how you're affected by it. So, yeah, you know, just every situation is different. You just got to know how to handle yourself. Force. I control that. Through fluid motion. You know, I mean, I, I think the, the the YouTube side of uh of uh the gaming is pretty much shot dead. Oh yeah, you know, sure. it's, yeah. it's 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 done. It, it you can't stream something like Mario and expect to you know get a audience in general. Like I don't want to be mislabeled, so I left YouTube. I don't want to be mislabeled because I know I for a fact I stream stuff that. It, will appeal to kids and if my children are seeing check this out if my children are seeing this who are eight and nine years old in school okay mind you seeing my content on one of their on their ipads and watching me what do you think is able to happen in general like within you know if they can watch me you know like i'm sitting there cursing and stuff like that like come on since you brought that up, Fez, it sounds like it would be a good opportunity for us to actually talk about that whole copper situation. What do you guys think we should do? Should we go ahead? We actually have some that? questions regarding that. Yeah. Yeah, they, there's a few questions that have mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, we can go with Hazardous if we, if we want. I can read the question. Yeah, yeah go, go for it. That's fine. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So Hazardous, I'm not sure when you put this, but shout out to you. Thank you for being in the stream. Um, his question is, be along with platforms topic. So this is about the platforms. With everything going around with Kappa going after YouTubers, 
you guys see any possibility of some of the bigger names and networks of YouTubers possibly leaving the platform and working together to create their own platform to distance themselves from all the legal issues? Oh, that's different, all right. That'll be an interesting concept if, you know, a big band of, like, big YouTubers actually, you know, came together and tried to make that happen. I'm not sure how. I can, or you know, the process will be, but it'll be a really interesting. It'll be a nice concept to have something competitive with YouTube because right now there's like no competitiveness with YouTube, and you know they can do whatever the hell they want with you know the issues they have because there's no competition out there. So, especially since YouTube, oh. now that you bring that up, CD, is the piggyback off what you were saying. Even remember how we all found out recently papa isn't necessarily the problem when it comes to cop when people thinking that copper was the true threat right and youtube left out the that one thing that actually stated oh copper's fine with people that's making content that's meant for both adults and children but yet youtube leaves out that option that actually would allow content creators to actually post you know that kind of content that that safe content that youtube is actually preventing you know those type of content creators from actually having it's like no button for that okay so you have child friendly that's a problem that button you have what was that the non-child friendly content mm -hmm. which is the content that people hope they have but there's no guarantee that that content is going to be labeled as such. But what happened to the middle ground? YouTube right. didn't include that. And so if they was to do that, you know they're going to have that middle ground. Yeah. I, think... I, I just, real quick, Go ahead. I just find it, um, it's just really irritating how um, we get shafted as far as creators as far as like the issues we you know with you know with what what's been going on over there on that platform we get shafted for stuff that we you know really don't do especially with this cop situation um because it really came about and as far as like the new regulations everything came about because of youtube um and their mistakes but we end up getting the short in the stick still so that's all i have to say right now right i i think and, and it's weird because I think probably one of the only people that would step away from YouTube that has the means to step away from YouTube and maybe fund something would be someone like PewDiePie. Yeah. Or, you know, of course Ninja, but Ninja's also focused on Mixer and stuff like that. I don't think he I don't I don't think he would make his own platform. I think I think he's doing well enough on other platforms. You know, I, th I think PewDiePie would be somebody that would attempt it. The only thing is, I don't think PewDiePie is the type of person that could, unless he hired somebody, I don't think he could make a platform that would be taking, you know, taken seriously on the level of YouTube. I don't like, yeah. he's he, like, you know, if, you know, he, he posts a lot of content that's, you know, a lot of jokes now and, you know, which is fine content, but none of it's really serious. And I don't, think if he made a platform that he could succeed in making it something that would give YouTube a run for its money. 
I, I I can't really think of you know any content creators specifically that could do that. Um, I, I I do think it's possible. I just don't see that happening. If anything, I think an existing website will come out with something, or I think somebody will just come out of the woodworks that we just haven't heard of. Like, and if we have heard of them, it hasn't been through content creation. It's been through something else. That's just what I think. I, I, I just can't see that happening. Not saying oh, it, perfect. not saying it won't, you know, I just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, personally for me, like me, me watching all this unfold and how this cop thing, like I'm, I'm going to answer as this question basically. Yeah. And yes, it has made bigger YouTubers move to different platforms. And one example, and you probably know him, uh, Flash, as much Fortnite as you probably played in the past. Uh, you know, Nikki 30. Yeah. He he moved from, from YouTube and went straight to Twitch. You know, that's one person. All right. Number two, Maddie NF. All right. A, a chick streamer. She moved to Twitch because of the, the whole COPPA situation. She didn't want to deal with any of it. You know, and it's like the, it's pretty much me as well. I didn't want to deal with it. I'm not a big YouTuber. I don't consider myself big at all, but I know when you get bound to to a jail cell and you're the one getting the finger pointed at you for everything that is wrong with the platform, it's time for me to go. Yep. You know, you know, speaking of people moving, I just remember this and this blows my mind. And I don't know if you guys have heard of it. You might have, but there's a YouTuber and Twitch streamer named Courage JD. Yep. And yep. he was a full-time partnered Twitch streamer exclusive and moved back to YouTube full-time. Uh, and is and this is recently. It was recent. This yeah. is real recent, which Ooh. is surprising with the whole COPPA thing going on. YouTube signed him and he is exclusively a YouTube streamer. Yeah, that had me had me blown away when I heard about that. Which is right. which is crazy. Yeah, even, even Alex Ramy Gaming as well. He left what, YouTube. Like, as well. This month? I I think last month. Last it was definitely the the last quarter of 2019. Yeah, it's like it, really recent. It's, it's, I mean, it's even, been I mean, the past even, 3 months. You know, zero with Facebook was kind of crazy as well. And it's like, what the heck? Like, Facebook's got all these issues too. Yeah. 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 I wonder if they're going to get some kind of like leverage. What do you mean? Doing this. Who? I mean, like, the guys that are moving over. They, well, they are. So, like, I remember. So, zero had a video actually where he was explaining, like, his big ideas, like, his big, you know, what, what this deal could potentially mean so like he could play with more celebrities on stream that was just one of the biggest things i picked out of i was like i can't believe he said that but he did he did say it yeah but um like they get they obviously get more opportunities and more connections and stuff so it's the other thing too where that's like this huge like importance because it it branches your long-term success too so what about the potential legal issues you think that they're gonna get a bit more levy in terms of two. Uh, it, it, thing and all that. Well, that's the other interesting thing, because like maybe 
maybe that's a reassurance too because he, he wouldn't sign that if there was like a huge issue you know so maybe youtube has some system that they just aren't telling us but maybe they told him you know i mean yeah. for example how did i know about the gifting memberships thing well i know people who stream on youtube who are pretty you know close with uh, employees i mean i there's a youtube employee that follows me on twitter i know her personally but i only know her because um i guess i'll say his name Vinny knows her okay so the reason why that info is was given was because Vinny knew that info right so like this is a thing that was that's going to be coming onto the platform so like a lot of people know this information before everyone else by like a long time uh, so maybe youtube's trying to make like this big press announcement saying oh okay well this is what we're actually doing for the COPPA thing even if they're waiting last second which is horrible you shouldn't do that you should do it right away but that's probably what they're doing that's right. the other thing what may be a plan to weed out people that's on especially if people are gonna obviously panic because i'm sure youtube knows that there's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna look at that like oh my god like <laughs> we can get sniped <laughs> run for the hills well I'm, I'm really hoping that youtube's got something planned because if you if you think about it you know courage had so much going for him on twitch he was doing so well it's not like you know it's not like he had any visible reason for him to go to youtube there had to be there had to be something and of course money is a is a thing you know but like at the same time with how bad youtube is i just feel like dino's right they probably told him something they're planning whether what they do goes to plan or not they have I, I think they I think they have something that intrigued him plus money of course but like something that's you know intrigued him into signing that deal because I mean right. I, I can he, he talk about it you know there's so right. many people that like you know you see every day somebody going from YouTube to Twitch you rarely see somebody going from Twitch to YouTube that's why right. th that's why this is so interesting and he's right. so he's so big that this would be somebody that they would tell that information to you know it's not just you know a smaller channel like oh i feel like going back to youtube like this is a big deal because of how successful he was on a website already and how he was continuing going like up he wasn't declining or anything he was going up and then he just switched out of nowhere right because there's some there's got to be something there yep so I just don't get the logic though, because like, like seriously, YouTube—it seriously, seriously, think about this. YouTube does not protect the people they promote, and that is sad to be on a platform where you have to have such insecurity about. <laughs> Facebook doesn't either. Yeah. <clears throat> Very good one, uh, Diamond. But I'm just saying, you know, when you think about it, and that's what I'm. I'm uh, this is this is like, it's more of like their brand. So they're probably making the decision because they want to further what they're doing right now. So, for example, Flash said something about, oh, he was from Twitch to YouTube. Maybe with Twitch, they didn't give him as much leverage or like they didn't give him as much opportunity, you know, and maybe YouTube can do that. But Twitch never offered that. And there could be other things 
of course they're involved money etc but that could be another thing too where he has the he has his own hands in the pocket that he is able to orchestrate that or give ideas or something that was the other thing i heard from zero's thing you know because zero said oh he's going to be working with the platform very closely with facebook gaming stuff like that you don't really hear that you know when you're on twitch for example you, you, sometimes you might not have that opportunity to do that like with ninja when he moved to mixer i'm pretty sure that was his deal too where like he would have the ability to to give this feedback and that's like really really important yeah remember the help that dino remember the help that maximilian dude got and that dude oh and he PewDiePie? that's yeah because that's just because of the people he knew he knew he knows the right people so it was just the right connection yeah for, for him that is a little bit different from the others but okay. it still okay. is in the same ballpark yeah because you would think they might want to try to keep the people that give them what they want so you figured they might try to you know like send them you know slide a little a little tidbit of information in the dms let them uh, that, that's the other thing too it's like numbers isn't everything so like pewdiepie may not have like maybe he, may, he might but he might not have as much as maximilian but like in terms of connections man he's bigger than maximilian by like 50 times right? yeah i meant sliding at the max right yeah yeah but like again like numbers isn't everything it's kind of like if we talk i mean we'll talk about this in another podcast maybe episode two we can talk about like partnerships sponsorships stuff like that yeah but um that that's what happens with that too is people always think oh you need numbers it's not just numbers my friend there's more to it it's like who do you know why would you be a great i guess i can pun it in here brand ambassador for a company and so on and so forth it's not just like the numbers aspect but we'll talk about that more in a in a different episode i do have a a small question i'd like to bring okay. up uh that staying left at the beginning of the stream uh staying shout out to staying he's also a mod in the chat thanks for uh, keeping an eye out and also thanks for tuning in he says okay. what about starting on some smaller platform then taking the community with you over to a bigger platform when you've become the big fish of the small pond basically what he's saying there is what we were talking about how like you know mixer and uh d live and stuff like that are smaller you know you can get an easy start there but you can't really go as far as you can as you could on like youtube and twitch but what he's saying is you know what about growing over there getting a community and then taking it with you over to somewhere like twitch or youtube like what are okay, your thoughts well, on that i think i think with him when he says this uh become the big fish of a small pond obviously twitch is definitely not a small pond right so we would have to think of something even smaller than that hell i mean i can put this example i i i, I was a person who has experience in signing a deal with a platform i mean i've, I've signed with a esports company named azubu for for a long time i had like a year thing with them and i was paid like on a salary to stream there like it was like an hourly thing and then whatever, how many hours I did, that was what I got. So I brought a community over there, but here's the issue. This is the issue. This is how, this is why Azubu shut down, but they, they actually combined with another platform. They combined with Hitbox, but like Hitbox, oh, yeah. and, Hitbox and Azubu, they made this thing combined called Smashcast and it's not doing too hot right now. But the reason why Azubu shut down 
was because they didn't have enough viewers overall. So you can bring your biggest community from a big, you know, the, you said the big fish, but like once you put the big fish in, brother, there's like, it's just you. There's not enough the room water. to move Where's around in the small in pond. The water, right? Yeah. So, right. That's the problem because then the platform has to do better advertising their thing. It, it, it can't just be the streamers. It has to be other stuff too. I mean, ima right, imagine, exactly. imagine this. It's like, it's like getting a big fish, a big pet fish, right? And getting a small bowl to let it swim around in. It can't even turn around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it just kind of sits there. That that's kind of the that's kind of the thing. You know, it's like you got to you got to put it in. You know, you got to put it in a tank. You got to right. get a, you got to get a tank for it and, and give you room to swim and make those progressions and stuff like that. Um, it's you know, I just think I, I think in my opinion, it's better to start off in a big pond and take your time going with it and just do your best. And I think personally, once you get that start in that big pond, it's you're just better off. Yeah, and then do your research, because, I mean, with me personally, I didn't fully do my research on the platform. Like, I knew big names were on it, like, they had Faker and stuff, he was like a big League of Legends player, oh. he streamed exclusively on there, you know, a lot of these other things, but like, that's not enough. Like, you have to give people interest in the platform, mm -hmm. you know, like, why should they stay on this instead of Twitch? Because they're mm -hmm. all competing against Twitch, everyone's still going to Twitch. Yeah. No one's checking out these other platforms. Yeah. And that's the biggest issue. So with the move with Courage and then the move with Zero, we're seeing that they're the bigger fish. But when what their idea, like what their goal is, is even though these other platforms might be smaller in terms of streaming, they're not that small. Right. Mm -hmm. he can, they can still move around and do more things with it. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm actually still looking at Stang's uh, question up here as well. Um, basically, you know, the what, how to focus on the community the right way. Like, when, when is the things you do to, to cultivate that instead of getting popul popularity? And how do you identify which way it's going? You are pretty much doing it right now being a part of the you know it, just be yourself you're being yourself you're you're being oh. in different communities you're being in different streams you're actually indulging in what's going on and actually if, if you care if you actually like genuinely care then you are basically part of the community and, oh okay gotcha you know what i mean if, if you're you're only there just to be like oh yeah let me get a shout out and then you want to bounce out that you you already see what your intentions are you know what i mean so basically what you're doing right now is exactly you answered your own question my, my man you are doing it right now <laughs> right i i think like I, I think the important thing for streamers is you know when they're starting the way they do it the wrong way is they try to be somebody they're not they think maybe their personality isn't you know a, a personality that would draw attention and that's right. that's the worst that's the worst mistake a content creator can make 
and as easy as it is to look down on yourself in the beginning with how small you are and how different you are you being different is what paves the way for you to have a community because your your different aspects of who you are is what draws those people in to want to watch your streams versus other people's streams and you know they want to watch your streams and watch you for you instead of watching somebody else play the same game you're playing you, you know what i'm saying it's like it, it's like look at it this way there's so many people that stream mario there's a lot of people that do speed runs a lot of people like to watch Venge and a lot of people like to watch dino because of how different they are they don't try to be anybody else you know right. they're their selves and that's what's important because they're like hey i want to watch a really chill speedrun stream but i also want somebody who's got like a community and i can hang out and have fun i'm gonna watch dino hey you know i'm i like family friendly content and i also like you know humorous you know comedic streams and a chill you know fan base around it you know i'm gonna go watch venge you know it's like people think personality and it's important to be yourself and that's the main thing of you know building a community is just be yourself people will come be nice be humble enjoy what you're doing that's that's how you do it and flash could i piggyback off what you said real quick i'm not gonna take too much time because sure, go ahead got other questions we have to get to uh to give you a prime example of what flash is talking about staying now this is kind of the opposite but this is the thing that you don't want to do so he told you the do's i'm just gonna give you the quick don'ts uh before i did nintendo <clears throat> you know and as i was trying to figure out what works and what doesn't because back then i made that decision to since i noticed i was getting followers more in a particular area and back then it was on youtube subscribers for doing like anime gaming content you know i looked at everyone else and was thinking oh so in order for me to i guess like gain some type of traction i have to like act in a way that's similar to everyone else in order for people to gain interest well you know you're i'm basically walked away from what i did originally trying to somewhat imitate something that I'm not and in the end I learned that that wasn't the direction that I wanted to go you know so sh huge shout out to that um, those comments guys staying that's like some awesome stuff that you guys brought up all you guys actually brought up a lot of interesting discussions um, throughout the chat too discussions between Emmanuel Hazardous like you guys had a lot to say no joke real talk we still got some yeah. more questions here yeah, yeah. we got a couple yeah. we got one from uh ali appreciate it uh since it kind of goes back to the kappa thing um he's talking a little bit about a bad ending due to kappa on youtube ftc putting a huge policy on community guidelines how does this affect channels that have huge amount of subs or small channels uh I think I could just answer this one because I don't feel like this is a huge thing to discuss. It's pretty right. straightforward. Uh, I, I don't think it matters on subs. It's more on views, if anything. 
So like if your video has like 500,000 views and like you can be, you can have a channel that's like 50 subscribers. And like if you, you can get 500,000 views if it's something that people are searching. But it's it's going to affect it, how, how they're doing this COPPA thing is apparently it's not going to be the 42K fine. Actually, what they're trying to do is any ad revenue you made from that goes strictly to COPPA. So you don't get the 42k fine, it's more so any ad revenue you made off of that video, that goes to them. Really? That is just rumors I'm hearing. Uh, that it's not fully a 42k fine per video, but it's about how much you've made through the ads. So I'm not... But yeah, that's that's that one. For sure. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, last question. Another one from Stang. Oh, wow, Stang. Getting lucky here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fez, <laughs> Fez already answered it, kinda. Okay. How do you I focus on community the right way? Like, what is the things you do to cultivate that instead of All get right, popularity? Yeah, oh yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, one we just. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now I get. It. Okay. How do you? Okay. Yeah, we pretty much answered that. that was yeah. Good. I think we're good then, as far as uh, questions. I think. Right, I think. Yeah. We've been for two hours. And we're Woo, this is a long one. Time flies by. We're having fun. And it's the first episode. I know. God. Damn. Well, first off, huge shout out to everyone in the first episode of the podcast live stream. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in, hanging out. It was good seeing you guys chat. I know this is a little bit different of a structure, but uh, we do see your comments. Uh, we're just keeping the podcast rolling. Appreciate your questions, though. Uh, another huge shout-out. Shout-out to CD. You know why? <laughs> CD did a ton of work. I'm not I'm not joking. This dude did a ton of work on the graphics. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, on Heck this yeah, Twitch man. channel, on the Twitter, on the YouTube, the SoundCloud. He's trying to put stuff... I don't know if you are fully. Uh, Spotify. This yeah, we're, we're gonna work on that for sure. I'm gonna try to see if we can work on Because we still need that RSS feed, whatever yeah. that. Okay. We're gonna try to see if we can work on stuff with Spotify, um, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. So hopefully sure. we can get that in the works. Yeah, he, I had to give a huge shout out to that because he, he actually did quite a bit. Uh, also, the Twitch team page. Oh, yeah, Twitch team page. You guys haven't checked that out? Everyone on the podcast is on the Twitch team page. So you guys can follow each of us because we all stream. All right. Definitely check us out. Of course, follow the podcast if you haven't. Please you can follow us on Twitch, Twitter, SoundCloud, you name it. YouTube. We're gonna be posting on all that. So, heck yeah. Uh, any final words, you guys? I'd like to say something real quick. Uh, for those of you guys that are tuning in, if you have any suggestions for anything, we might not. You know, uh, of course, you know we're just having fun, but we also would like to hear feedback if you guys have any feedback we take anything into consideration and we'll talk among all, you know all of us and see what you know we could talk about or what we could add or anything like that uh you sure. could you can tweet me or you can tweet cd or any of us for that matter uh you know at external flash at see the project you know any anywhere you can find it down below all of our twitters um but i will be looking at that stuff because i do run the stream i have it up so i can add you know any type of panels or something like that if you guys have any type of suggestions that we can talk about and possibly add into the stream just give us feedback um topics as well if there's any topics yeah. you guys would like for us to talk to we do have topics in mind for future episodes but of course you know it'd be cool to get feedback from you guys on what topics we could talk about 
So um, another thing is follow all of the Roast House podcast social media. All of it. We have YouTube. We have SoundCloud. We have Twitter. Uh, YouTube, we will be uploading our... Um, what is it? YouTube, we will be uploading our streams basically so you can go watch the vods over there it'll be on soundcloud as well if you want to listen into it in the background on your phone um and twitter just for updates you can know when we're going live if we have ever have any type of you know hey we're a couple minutes late which you know we're doing our best not to be you know any type of updates for the stream you can find it on there so um but yeah that's pretty much it for me and a huge shout, just real quick, just a huge shout out to you guys too. I, I don't, you know, I'm not really a big numbers guy, but uh, it's it's fucking crazy. We have about 250, 260 falls within like the first week of getting this channel made, and then within our first podcast. So just want to give a huge shout out to y'all. That's you know, absolutely with that. So been pretty great. Also. Uh, shout outs to everybody just in general in this call, man. This is huge for, to get all five of us together in one call. You know, not only is it tough to do with all of our schedules and everything, it's it's just very, it's awesome. You know, we used to have these calls every night and, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, due to everybody's stream schedule, work schedule, it's kind of hard to get that done. And we finally have a schedule that we all can hop in and just have these talks. You know, th this these talks aren't just uh you know just a podcast us this is you know our our friendship coming together and it's so natural because you know we used to have these hour two hour three hour talks anyway and right. just thought it would be interesting to you know let you guys hear them because you know this is just this is a unique situation man you very i'm very blessed to have this group of people that i can hop on here and uh you know have these conversations with it doesn't feel forced i don't feel like i have to do this this is just awesome this has been great you took the words right out of my mouth sir Yo, Fez, what do you guys got to say? Anything? I got to say, I thoroughly enjoy this experience that has even begun. So, I mean, honestly, I literally am blown away by the, the positivity that's even came back before we even started this, you know? So it's like, man, I, shout out to everybody in general. Dude, people are so pumped for this podcast. Man, I, know, man. I, I was super pumped for it. I still was. You already know for a fact earlier, I, I was pumped for it. I was enjoying it. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of things like personally that nobody knows about our how we stream and how, how things go. And it does take a lot for five people like that, like this, that are on different sides of the country to you know get together at, at the same time and i want to thank everybody here that, that that's been here you know what i'm saying and if anybody hasn't even checked anybody out here including myself y'all a bunch of pee pee boys all right <laughs> hey yo pee pee boy hey yo pee pee boy <laughs> i avenge anything yeah um i'm i'm actually blown away about to be honest like you know the interaction from everyone in the chat um you guys being here with us um from everybody that's in on this podcast you know i've been through so much the past two weeks and i wasn't even sure if i was going to be able to make this podcast but i sure as hell wanted to try um I'm not going to go into all the gory details on why I didn't, wasn't sure I was going to stream, you know. Though some of you know, some of you don't. Twitter, you 
know, you can find all that out there. And it was, this is a big deal. Um, the enthusiasm that I've seen today, um, the, the cohesiveness, all of it made it a wonderful experience. And it's definitely something that's, you know, it was a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. For real. Well, guys, yeah. thank you so much for hanging out at the Roast House podcast. Just know that we go live every Friday, 11 p.m. Central, the 12 a.m. Eastern. We're the hottest podcast with the chillest crew. We'll see you guys yeah. next time. Peace. Peace. Oh.